Physio and Roku are competing head-to-head in the US. With a big head start, Roku leads Vizio in raw numbers, but Vizio is catching up fast. Listen on as I put the two head-to-head. This is Endscreen Noise. My name is Colin Dixon, founder and chief analyst at Endscreen Media, and today is March 16th, 2023. This week, I will be comparing the 2022 performance of Roku and Vizio. Both have adopted very similar approaches to the market, as we've talked about before on this podcast, but they are not identical. However, I think it is fair to say both are pursuing revenue growth in a similar way via ads. But before we get to the details, Endscreen Media is partly supported by its sponsors, and we've had some great ones in the past, including Gracenote, Verizon, TiVo, Metrological, and many others. If you'd like to become a sponsor and help keep the lights on here at Endscreen Media, send an email to sales at endscreenmedia.com. Now, you get many benefits by becoming a sponsor, uh, including being acknowledged in this podcast and being able to run banners on the site. And you get to put those banners in front of some of the smartest people in our business. So why don't you consider reaching out to your marketing department and asking them if they can sponsor Endscreen Media. Let's get back to our main story. And I want to look at why Vizio and Roku pivoted from hardware sales first towards ads. And simply put, the profit margin on ads is way higher than on electronics hardware. For example, Vizio's gross profit margin on its devices sales revenue in 2022 was a scant 1%. Roku's was even worse. It lost 20 cents on every dollar of sales in 2022. Uh, But profit on each company's platform businesses, which is where their ad revenue falls, was enormous. 62% for Vizio and 56% for Roku. And that goes a long way to explain why the companies are so willing to accept such low margins on their devices. But the truth is, even if they were trying to make money off these devices, they would only be making a few percent, probably five to eight percent at most. And here they are making 62 and 56 percent profit on their platform and advertising businesses. So for Vizio, The shift in focus has been pretty transformative. In 2022, 74% of the company's revenue came from TV and soundbar sales, but 95% of its profit came from its Platform Plus business. So that's a huge change for the company and uh, really has transformed the way I think Vizio thinks about its business. Now, ads are the growth engine of both companies and why they are putting so much energy behind their fast services. Vizio's watch-free services is investing in originals. Uh, For example, March Madness tips off this week. And on March 17th, that's 
Tomorrow, if you're listening to this on the day uh, I release this podcast, the 16th, Vizio will launch a four-part series called Three Pointers, featuring Casey Webb of Man vs. Food fame. Uh, the exclusive series is produced in partnership with BetMGM, a sports betting and gaming entertainment company. So it looks like Vizio may even have the costs covered for the creation of the, of the show. Now, what, is, what are we going to see in this three-pointers? Well, uh, it is produced by food and lifestyle content company Turn Card Content. And it will feature recipes and entertaining tips to make any game day party successful. And it will be accessible on demand from Vizio's Watch Free Plus service. It will also be really hard to miss as it will be featured on Vizio Smartcast's Hero Bar on the home screen when the TV is turned on. And boy, if you've got a Vizio TV, you know about this hero bar. It's very difficult to miss. Not that it's a bad thing, uh, because it's very often uh, promoting content that's very interesting and and well worth taking a look at. Uh, But it will be right there on that hero bar. And Vizio, by the way, says that exposure in the hero bar has led to a 34% increase in sales for brands that buy ads in, in that bar. So it's a very effective mechanism of getting the content in front of people. I've got a feeling a lot of people are going to find this three pointers show from Casey Webb. And Roku is doing the same to boost the Roku channel. It is adding a ton of new free linear channels to the service. This quarter, 14, yes, 14 Warner Brothers Discovery channels and three VIX channels will join the service. And it has already added an MLB channel. And this, I, I think this service is pushing 300 channels now. So that's an enormous number of, an enormous amount of content for people to find. And you really should watch for this content race, this content arms race rather to continue in 2023. I don't see any chance that Vizio or Roku will back away from the challenge. And I see a lot of other companies like Tubi and Pluto TV also jumping in with a ton of new content to keep people coming and sticking with the services. Okay, so that's the motivation behind why Vizio and Roku are so focused on ads. Now let's take a look at how both did. And I'm going to look at three categories, monthly active accounts, content TV engagement, and the average revenue earned per user of the system. So let's start with monthly active accounts. Well, the the way Roku and Vizio define active accounts is slightly different. Both look at the last 30 days of the period of interest to determine active accounts. But Vizio defines an active user account as a TV connected to the internet that activates the SmartCast interface. And Roku defines it as a Roku-powered device that has streamed content. So they're slightly different, but it actually reflects, I think, the way both companies think about where the majority of ads will be seen in uh, by a user. Uh, there's a lot of ads throughout the Vizio interface, not just in its 
watch free linear service. But most of the ads that people will see on a Roku is actually in the Roku channel. There are some in the, in the interface, but it is not nearly as prevalent as it is in the Vizio interface. Okay, so let's look at how many active accounts each added. Roku added 4.6 million active accounts in the last quarter of 2022, and just a shade under 10 million for the year. It now has 70 million active accounts, uh, a pretty darn big number. And Vizio boosted active accounts by 800,000 for the quarter and 2.3 million for the year to finish with 17.4 million active accounts. So Roku is by far the count leader in this category. But Roku increased accounts by 16% and Vizio by 15% in 2022. So I think from the per, from the point of view of count, Roku is the clean clear winner here. But the growth winner, I think we're going to call this one a tie. They both grew the same in 2022. Now let's look at connected TV engagement. And by this, we're going to look at the number of minutes watched in any on any given day for each of these uh, for Roku and for Vizio. And uh, once again, we find that Roku and Vizio define engagement slightly differently. Roku counts the total hours spent streaming on Roku powered devices. Vizio reports the aggregate time spent in the Smartcast interface and streaming time initiated from apps within the interface. And uh, as I mentioned, since, since Vizio focuses way more on ads in the interface as well as in the watch free interface. It makes sense, I think, for Vizio to count like this and also for Roku to count the way it does, which is time streaming. Both companies gained engagement ground between Q4 2021 and 2022. Roku streaming minutes increased by 5%, reaching 230 minutes per day per active user. Vizio's Smartcast engagement time increased by 7% to reach 183 minutes per day per active user. So by these counts, Roku is the count winner and Vizio is the growth winner. But I will say Vizio is really catching up very, very quickly to Roku in this category. Let's move on to our last category, the average revenue per user. And this is simply the amount of money that each company earns in a year from people primarily watching ads. So there's a, there's a little bit of other revenue mixed in there, but the, predominantly, the predominant way that these two companies earn this revenue is through you and me watching ads when we're using their devices. Vizio and Roku calculate ARPU, average revenue per unit, roughly in the same way. It's an annual figure based on the platform business revenue averaged across the number of active accounts over the previous four quarters. So it's, it's, it's pretty complicated, but basically it's a running average counted every quarter of the annual revenue earned for each active subscriber. So sounds complicated, but basically it boils down to how much money they earn per year from each active account. 
So with several years head start on Vizio, you'd expect Roku to be doing a bit better. And it is. The Roku's ARPU in Q4 2022 was $41.68 versus Vizio's $28.30. But I've got to tell you, Vizio is hands down the winner in this category. It increased its ARPU 31% for the year, more than 10 times Roku's miserly 2% increase. So Vizio is doing a fabulous job in increasing the revenue it earns. It's not all down to just increasing the numbers of people using. They are managing to get people to watch much longer, as we saw with the engagement times. They had great, they had good growth in engagement times too. Uh, and incidentally, Roku's ARPU actually declined by 6% for the fourth quarter, while Vizio's increased by 2%. That's an 8% differential there. So Roku says it was hit badly by the pullback in video ad spending in the fourth quarter. And there were plenty of companies that were complaining about this. YouTube was hit pretty severely and NBCU was complaining about it too. So that's that's tough for, for Roku. But I've got to give hats off to Vizio because they're one of the few companies that has been able to buck this industry trend that's really depressing ad values across the industry. So well done Vizio for managing to keep growing ARPU in the face of all this. So once again, the count winner, the highest ARPU is earned by Roku, but really Vizio is the growth winner and growth winner by quite a long way. So well done Vizio there. So the bottom line here, well, I think it's going to be tough for Vizio to catch up to Roku in the number of active users, at least in the way that they are going about it today. Roku is expanding internationally, Vizio is not, and has made good progress, and Roku has made great progress in Canada and Mexico, though Europe remains a pretty big challenge for the company. There are lots of competition there. Uh, they're launching TVs with the Roku OS, but there's so much competition and more competition is arriving with people like TiVo with their OS. So it's going to be tough in, in Europe. But not, notwithstanding that, they are expanding internationally and they do seem to be making in North America. The, another problem for Vizio is that they're really hampered because growth is limited to the number of TVs sold. Roku doesn't have this limitation because it broadly licenses its TV OS to other manufacturers and it also benefits from the sales of its cheap sticks and boxes. So I have to say that going forward, Vizio will, will remain limited in the number of active users it can recruit. Now that said, there's still plenty of room to grow in the US market. I was looking at TiVo's video trends report for, 20, for Q4 2022, and that says that 26% of its survey group in Q4 2022 said that they would buy a new smart TV within the next six months. Uh, so that's a great opportunity for Vizio 
Uh, although I, I was, I'm not happy with the direction that their TV sales are going, they actually saw TV sales decline towards the end of last year, uh, which is disappointing. So that said, should be a good opportunity for the company to boost sales in 2023. And with that boost in sales, boost ARPU and do better across the board. That's how it breaks out in terms of monthly engagement. Roku is the count winner. It's a tie between Vizio and Roku for growth. In terms of connected TV engagement, Roku is once again the count winner. But Vizio is the massive winner in terms of growth. And ARPU, average revenue per unit, Roku again ahead in terms of the number that's actually received, the number of dollars received. But Vizio is the growth leader uh, by a substantial margin. If you would like a rough transcript of this podcast or diagrams to help you understand the data better, why don't you stop by the Endscreen Media website, uh, look under the Analysis tab and look for Endscreen Noise. It should be right there at the top if you're listening to this on Thursday or Friday of this week. And while you're there, check out Roku in more detail on the trackers feature. You'll be able to get lots more insight into the company right there. So that's just under trackers and click on Roku. This has been Colin Dixon and I'll see you again next time. This podcast is a production of Endscreen Media, all rights reserved.